So we'll continue with the Dvar Malchus. We're up to in the third simon in the uh, topic of state Kufis Bimois Hamashiach. And uh, we did in the uh, first Chelek, the first part of this, we did from, this is Simon Gimel, we did from Ois Aleph through Ois Tess. And now we will continue from Ois Yud till the end of the Sicha, the end of this Varmalchus, the end of Ois Gimel. So, Previously, the Rebbe pointed out that even though the Rambam says that there won't be any change in the custom of the world from the way it was conducted till Mashiach, it'll continue that way. But still, that only applies to the time and the beginning when Mashiach arrives but later on, even the Rambam will agree there is Chis Hamesim that there will be other time, a second period in which there will be outstanding and unnatural and not Kimin The proof is from Chis Hamesim itself. So, therefore, the Rebbe concludes that what the Rambam over here is talking about specifically is the time when Mashiach comes. <clears throat> the period that Mashiach comes when he's discussing in Perik Yud Beis, there won't be a change in the world. He's talking about when Mashiach's arrival. And the Rebbe continued to explain now in Ois Yud, that is why the Rambam doesn't find it necessary to prove this statement, this halacha, that there is no change between Yemaisa Mashiach. Earlier, when he discussed that Mashiach doesn't have to make an Oisai Mephis, he brings a proof from Rabbi Akiva. If you take a look and you see that in Perik Yudbeis, when the, when the Rambam writes in Perik, I'm sorry, Perik Yud Aleph, so when the Rambam writes, Al Yale, Al Daitchosh, Hamelech, Hamashiach, Tzorich Lasis, Oisis, Umevsim, Umechadish, Dvorim, Ba'ilo, Mechaye, Mesim, all these things that is not going to have to be Mechaye, Mesim. He's not going to have to do Oisis, Umevsim. So he says, don't think so. Eina Dover Kain, Shaharei Rabakiva, Chochum Godel, he was a great sage. As the Rebbe has mentioned several times within the Sikha. So here in Perikud Aleph, over here, the Rambam brings a proof when he talks about Mashiach. In Perikud Beis, over here, the Rambam is talking about what is going to be the Yemaisa Mashiach. Perik Yudalov, he talks about Biasa Mashiach. What is Mashiach? What do we need to prove on who Mashiach is going to be and what he's going to do? Perik Yudalov is talking about the standing of the world. So here the Rambam also says, The Rambam doesn't bring you any proof to this, that the world isn't going to change. Like he brought the proof before Lagabi Melech HaMashiach that he doesn't have to prove miracles. Because this period that the Rambam is discussing over here, Yemaisa Mashiach, is a direct follow up to the previous period of the coming of Mashiach. Since Mashiach doesn't have to prove and won't, hasn't have to bring any change, that's why we don't need a proof for the Eisumevsim. So therefore, when we said before that Mashiach in the previous halacha, as the Rambam brought the evidence from Ben Kuziva, and since we're talking about that period of time, it means already this proof that we said that there is not going to be Eisumevsim to prove Mashiach's coming, 
That means that during his period, when he comes, as he says now in Perikut Beis, doesn't have to be Minogah because if there would be Minogah Shaloylam, Dover Bottle, that would, that would have been, that there would be a change, then that would be the Mashiach would have to bring it. But because we are discussing here the first period of the coming of Mashiach, what the standing of the world, so therefore it just follows the previous halacha. Let's look inside now. Move on, based on this, that this is the period that the Rambam is discussing here is the beginning of the Mesa Mashiach. And then there will be another type of Mashiach. But here, this is Mesa Mashiach. Is move on, we understand. In the beginning of Perikut Beis, when the Rambam writes, don't enter your heart. Don't think that in Mashiach's days there will be some change in the custom of the world. He doesn't bring any proof, any evidence for that. Rambam just writes, the Rambam just addresses now a challenge to this concept, but he doesn't prove the fact itself. But in Perik Yudalef, he proved it that the Melech HaMashiach, when he talks about Mashiach, but here he doesn't have to prove it that way. And the reason is, that like he brings in the previous Perik, the fact that Mashiach is not required to do any sign or proof. What is the Ramah writing in Perik Yudalov? Baal yalla al daitcha. Shouldn't enter your mind. Shamelech ha Mashiach tzorich lasis oisisumepsim. That King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs. Umchadish dvorim ba'ilam and to make new things in the world, create, make up new novelties in the world. Or to resurrect the dead who creates Bidvari Melo, or similar to these things. So he says, that is not the case. Rabbi Akiva was a great sage. He was from the sages of the Mishnah. He was carrying the vessel, means he followed him. He carried his vessel of the king Ben Kuziva. And he would say about him, that he is King Mashiach. And he and all the sages of his generation imagined that he was King Mashiach. Until, due to our sins, he died. And Kivan Shenerak, Noidolohem, Shane. Once he died, then it was known to them. So, but they assumed that he would be Mashiach, which means he qualified for what Mashiach needs to be. And then when he died, they found out that he's not Mashiach. But in the beginning, there was no uh, question. The sages didn't ask him to prove that you're Mashiach. They just followed him. So that means to say that we don't have to bring a proof that he's Mashiach. So here the Rambam brings the evidence to the fact that we don't have to ask Mashiach, but he doesn't bring evidence to the fact that in Moshiach Mashiach there will be no change. Even though in these two chapters, the Rambam discusses two different topics, two different aspects, in chapter 11, the one before the last, he discusses about the King Mashiach himself. What is he going to come up with? What is he going to bring uh, to the world? And also like the, his coming, as the Rambam discusses in the beginning from the Psukim of Bilam, what Mashiach will do and, and how he will come. And then Perikut Beis, 
the Rambam discusses this Mashiach. Over there, he discusses what is the condition, what is the standing, how is the world going to be in the Mesa Mashiach? Harei, the Pedic, so the answer is Hakam the Rambam doesn't have to bring the evidence over here in the second, and when talk about the situation of what the world is going to be when Mashiach comes. So in Perik chapter 12, it's talking about the standing of the world, as it's tied in, in with the coming of Mashiach. The Rebbe said, this is the first Kufa. This is what we're discussing over here, is what the world is going to be like when Mashiach comes. And therefore, so the proof in chapter 11, when he discusses the Melech HaMashiach, that evidence, since we brought proof that Mashiach himself doesn't have to bring any proof, is that is enough, that is sufficient relative to what is discussed in the 12th Perek, how the world would stand, which is tied to his coming. Not a further something else that will take place. We're talking about directly how it relates to when he comes. And from there, so therefore, we know that the world is coming for, as Rebbe explained, for im if Mashiach's coming was that the conduct, the nature of the world would have changed, there would have been a new concept in the act of creation then that would turn out that that is what Mashiach is. So because, what, what does it mean? It means that part of Mashiach's coming would be that there will be changes in the world. The coming of Mashiach includes in it that there will be part of it would be the negation of the custom of the world, the change in the way the world is, and there would be a chiddush in the ma'asebreshes. There would be a novelty in the ma'asebreshes. Bal Then it would have been that Mashiach tzorich lasis oisus meivsim umechadish dvarim ba'elam. Then Mashiach would have needed. Rambam says he doesn't need to, but. If Mashiach brings a change, a part of the coming of Mashiach involves a change in the nature of the world, so then it should turn out that Mashiach should have to provide signs and proofs and to make new things in the world to prove that he's Mashiach. And that would be the test. That would be the, the checkup. How would we determine the truth of Mashiach because that way, that was the novelty, that is the Chiddush of Mashiach. And since the Rambam proved from Rabbi Akiva and all the people of his generation as it relates to Ben Kuzibo, he brings down a Perikudalov. That Mashiach's coming does not involve to check out Mashiach by doing some sort of a sign or a proof. But that's not it because Mashiach is not there to make any changes in the world. And because that's why we see that they didn't ask from Ben Kuziva to bring any proof to it. So from this it's understood and it's evidence that the coming of Mashiach does not bring with it the negation of the way of the world. 
basically the situation of the world in the beginning of Mashiach, the Rebbe says, is what the Rambam is talking in, in Perik Yud Beis. And that's why that doesn't need any special evidence, because if Mashiach's job is not to prove as the Rambam proved from Ben Kusiva, from Rabbi Akiva, that he didn't ask for Mavis. So that means that Mashiach is not going to uh, do that. And we don't need to prove that Mashiach, it's not going to happen because that's evident, because that's not the idea of Mashiach. Had Mashiach needed to bring or do uh, a change, the world changed, then it would have needed another proof. So that means that is the discussion in Perik. You'd base the period base is talking the beginning of the time of Mashiach, and we don't need a special, um, very special proof for that. And the Rebbe continues now in Oisyud Aleph, move on. Based on this, we understand that what the Rambam is doing in Perikid Base is basically describing to us what the uh, situation is going to be in the time of Mashiach. Mashiach will bring about in Perikid Aleph, he would bring about, he will gather the, the Yidden, bring them together. He'll bring in a wholesomeness in a Torah, and the Torah will be practices in a world which is normal to its fullest Extend. That the law, the length in the explanation of the Rambam in chapter 12 about the situation of the world during the time of Mashiach. That is all as it relates to the concept and the time in days of Mashiach. As it's connected, it's tied to King Mashiach and his coming. So, so what does this mean? In the first, in chapter 11, the Rambam explains what is the idea? What is Melech HaMashiach? And the Rambam writes there, that the King Mashiach is destined to stand up. He'll bring back the David kingdom to its old to its first ruling as it was. He'll build the Migdosh. And he will gather in those who were pushed away of the Yidden in all Golos, in all corners. And all the laws come back. So David Amelech is going to bring He will bring this wholesomeness in the mitzvahs and the laws of the Torah as the Rebbe discussed in the very first Sikh that we learned over here. That's the Sikh that we learned before that the Melech uh, HaMashiach's job is going to bring to bringing a shlemus in the midst of because you can only really be kind the Torah fully when it is done through a Melech and the Malchus Beis David with a Beis Amikosh. And Achar Kach, so that's the first thing he talks about what Melech HaMashiach is going to do. And then the Perikid Beis, Koyi HaRambam, then the Rambam discusses Kifi Shematzav HaOilam Yia Be'esem Lekach how this world situation is going to be fitting to the, this Kifishu Messiah. So what is the world going to look like since once Mashiach is going to bring about that change, that building of the Beis Amikdosh and Kabbat Nidcha Yisrael? Kishu Messiah, as he concludes, Yisrael that the Yidin will be free to study Torah and its wisdom. And in that time, there will be no hunger, no war. What is going to be the entire occupation of the world is not going to be only to know Hashem. That's what everybody's going to be occupied. 
that's why the Yidden, the Yisro, will be great, wise, great, wise people, great sages, and the Iker, but mainly, that the mitzvahs of the Torah will be conducted in a world as the uh, world goes on, as the Minagoyim. And that's all going to take place in that time of Yemesa Mashiach. And this is the situation from the world. In Oishir Beis, the Rebbe is now Mechadish, that when the Rambam says that the Pasuk of Gor Zevim Keves doesn't mean literally, he's talking about those Pesukim which are written in association with the coming of Mashiach. The psukim that talk in association with the common Mashiach as the Yotzer Megezer Yishai, the beginning of the Nevuah, uh, in which it says the Gorzevim Keves, since it's talking about Bisa Mashiach, that is not Kipshutai. But the other prophecies which are not associated with uh, the coming of Mashiach, the Rambam also says that they're Kipshutai, because the Rambam in Perikid Beis is talking about what's going to be when Mashiach comes in that Zman. And therefore, that pasuk which talks about when Mashiach is coming, itake doesn't mean literally. Even though the Rambam over here also suggests with regards to other psukim, but he's talking about other psukim as they associate with the coming of Mashiach. The Rambam's mainly interest is to tell us over here that learning Torah is going to be in a, an abundance when Mashiach comes in a way of peace and nobody's going to be, no distractions and no interferences. So he brings down the Gor Zevim Keves as this marshal. Let's look inside. Based on all the above, we can also understand the view of the Rambam. The Rambam explained the two different periods in the coming of Mashiach. We also understand how the view of the Rambam how the verses connect and the various statements, sayings of our sage of blessed memory as far as these promises that we were promised of the future. Those promises, those prophecies that discuss about Mashiach himself that which he's going to do, and the results that will take place through his coming, the Rambam learns them, they are not a matter of negating the custom of the world. And that's why he translates the verse, which Shekosov, that is written as a follow-up, it follows in the beginning, the Nebuah, it says that there will come out a which is referencing Moshiach, he says that's only a parable, and he clearly, this part of the Moshul, he clearly articulates that the Jews will be able to sit securely while there's going to be Rishiakum. There's going to be the Shaimadakum. So that he says to finish. And even though he continues and he says, also the similar verses. Uh, that speak these matters with regards to Mashiach are parables. And he does not tell you what the marshal is. And on the contrary, not only doesn't he tell you, but he says that we don't even know. In the times of King Mashiach, everything which was a marshal. So the Rambam doesn't bother telling you how the marshal is going to be. Still talking about those misholim that are associated with the coming of Mashiach. 
because what the Rambam is mainly intending, mainly to explain, that this posik that follows the beginning of a Yotzer talking about Mashiach, in this Pasik, it articulates, it tells you what Mashiach is going to be. That the Yidin will have no confusions and no distractions from the nation of the world. As the Rambam concludes, they will be free in Torah. So he only explains this one verse because that verse helps him to bring out what the idea of Mashiach is. But that applies to the verses that discuss as they associate with the coming of the Mashiach. So those are not interpreted in the literal sense, which would be miraculous, because that would go against the proof that the Rambam proved that Mashiach does not have to show any miracles. As opposed to the verses and the saying of our sages that do not follow, don't flow the coming of Mashiach, or Mashiach is coming. But rather they discuss those prophecies and those promises that are going to take place for the future to come. Which would include those that we mentioned earlier. Which the Ravid mentioned. I will destroy the cease the from the from the world, from the earth. And the mentioned Mayim Razal, both in the Teres Kahanim and in the Gomorrah, in the end of Kisubas, that the unbearing tree, non-bearing fruit will start producing fruit. The Rambam actually explains, they're talking not a parable, it means literally. It doesn't talk about the coming of Mashiach. It talks about what's going to happen. He agrees. Just like Tchisa Mason that I've approved before. This will take place on a later time, a later period. It'll be a time within the coming of Mashiach itself in which these miracles will take place. In Oishid Gimel, the Rebbe will explain now the difference in the languages of the Gemara, in which the Gemara in uh, Ksuba says specifically Eretz Yisrael, that talks about the first Tukufa because there's a difference between Eretz Yisrael and the rest of the world because in the first Tukufa, there isn't going to be really a change in the world. But like the Radvaz said earlier, it's going to be only in Eretz Yisrael. There's going to be this Mandomer holds in Eretz Yisrael. But when the Tereskanim talks about that it's going to be the whole world, that's Ilon Israq. That's going to be in the second period. Let's look inside. Oishid Gimel. Api Anal Yuvon, based on the above, we'll also understand Gam Hachiluk, also the difference between Hamaimer Betoyrus Kahanim between this statement, the saying in the Teres Kahanim, and the Memra and the saying in the end of Kisubas. Hagamore Biksubas, the Gemara Kisubas, Asidin Kolis, Lon Israq, Shebe Eretz Yisroel, Sheyit Anu Peris. So both of them, it says specifically Eretz Yisrael. It says Yit'anu, as the Rebbe has brought out earlier. That means that's going to be a not natural way, and it's only going to be in Eretz Yisrael. That points to the fact that this isn't a natural phenomenon. But it's something specific. It's Toyen, and it's only in Eretz Yisrael. That goes in the first period. So although the Rambam says there's not going to be any changes, but according to this opinion in the Gemara Ksubis, it's going to be a chidush nes nes Yisrael itanu. All of a sudden, that in that time, that's that opinion. He writes in a general way. He doesn't say it's Yisrael. And he doesn't say that they're going to be Toyen. But he says in general that Ilon Israq will 
produce fruit, that's going to become the nature of these trees. And this is going to take place in all the world. That is talking about the second period in the days of Mashiach. Then there is going to be a change of a new kind that's a novelty in the act of creation. Then there's going to also be the nature of Gamshalil and Srak, also the non-bearing fruit tree is also going to start to uh, give fruit. So it turns out that the Teres Kahanim and the Gemara Ksubis are talking about different periods, not necessarily mechulak with each other, and uh, could be that way, but according to the Rambam, the way we learned before, the Rambam says there's going to be no change, so he does not, he cannot follow the opinion of the Gemara, as the Rebbe said before, that uh, if there's a change in Eretz Yisrael, that be still a change in So that's what the Rebbe rejected earlier, the interpretation of the Radvaz, who makes this chilek between Eretz Yisrael. But over here, the Rebbe is explaining, but that's the difference between uh, the Gemara and the Mechilta. In the Mechilta, we can say that there's not going to be the first period. The Mechilta doesn't talk about the first period. But the Gemara definitely holds that in Eretz Yisrael, there's going to be that change, as the Rebbe explains. In Oishu Dalet, the Rebbe goes back now to answer the question that it seems that the Rambam contradicts himself that in one hand he writes that there is not going to be any change in the times of Mashiach, and yet he rules like the other, like the like the Mandomar that says that the Nevi'im were prophesizing for the time of Mashiach, which means there will be miracles. And the Rebbe says, because these are two separate periods within Mashiach. And Ben Mashiach is talking about the Tkufa, the beginning, but the, and then it's talking no difference. But when it says, this calls, refers to the later period. Let's look inside. move on. So that it doesn't contradict the Rambam. There's no contradiction. The Rambam's words, he says, So the Rambam says that there's no difference like Shmuel. Now, there is no difference between Olam Haza and the Yemesa Mashiach. The only difference is that there is not going to be enslavement of the nation. So that means technically that there is not going to be any special miracles in the times of Mashiach. And then we have the uh, Rambam saying that the Nevi'im were Nisnabu Limesa Mashiach, which means the Nevi'im were Nisnabu uh, these great miracles. And the answer is, the Rambam is talking about this thing, on the first period in the Mesa Mashiach, of there is not going to be any miracles. And there's no contradiction. Because that, that what the Rambam is bringing down is the later period in the times of Mashiach. And also, as a result, we asked before, move on, it's understood the other ruling, the Rambam rules. That one who goes out on Shabbos with ammunition, with war vessels you need for and you use for war would be because the ruling is that they're going to be bottle there's going to be no need for them that means it's going to be bottle how does the rambam say there's no because this posseg that it says they will put their plowsheds into the, the, the swords into plowsheds which is a phenomenal that this is talking about, it's going to be in the future. The Rambam also learns that it, this means literally, this is not just a marshal, it means it's going to happen. But when is this going to happen? 
within the later period, Mesa Mashiach is going to be this phenomenal, extraordinary phenomenal in which people will uh, not have any war, no need for any swords. When is this going to take place? Not immediately, not in the beginning, but coming in the end. This will be fulfilled on a later period in the days of Mashiach. But the bottom line is, but since the ammunition, these war tools will be nullified, there's no use for them in that period. Let it be the, the, the last one I call upon So let it be that it's going to, first it's still going to be in the days of the beginning of Mashiach, but the Kufa is no longer going to be. So that's already evidence that ammunition tools are not, war tools are not takshitim, because if they're takshitim, they shouldn't even be bottled in the second period. So therefore, the Rambam rules that you be chayvachatos. And when the Rambam says, he's talking about the tkufir shayno. In Eis Yud Gimel, in Eis... We have to hear. Um, the Rebbe explains another seemingly difficulty with this Mahalach that the Rambam learns that Ein Ben Elom Azele Moise Mashiach is talking about the Tkufa Rishoyno. Mashenkin in the Gemara, it's talking about in all of the coming of Mashiach as the pastors of the Gemara is that the Ein Ben Elam Hazel Limeisa Mashiach and that's why Pligi but in the Gemara there is two statements that follow uh, that when we say the Kol Hanevim Kulam Loinis Nabu Elam Hazel and not Limeisa Mashiach. The Gemara says this goes Pligi Adishmul. This says Ein Ben Elam Hazer. Then the Gemara says Kol Anavi Len Nisnabu. Rabbiya says the Baal Tzadikim Avol Baal Tshuva Ai Avol Tzadikim Wood Ein LaRose Alakim Zola Sachal. Basically, there's two statements over here that. Uh, the from from Rabbi Rabbi One statement is that the tzaddikim are greater than Baal Tshuva. That's what is the uh, second statement, and uh, the uh, the uh, other statement is that in Yemaisa Mashiach there is going to be a wondrous time, and then the Rambam uses one of them and not the other one. It seems to think more they're connected. Let's look. It didn't explain well, but let's look inside. We'll see. There's an additional. The Gemara Hanal, the Gemara that discusses that Kol Hanivim Nabu Mashiach. So that's based on the Posik. This is only. For the Nevi'im, but the greater they didn't see. So move up Hemshech and the Gemara brings as a follow-up to us to say that all the Nevi'im were Moshe Mashiach. But in the future, there's that's even higher than that. And Omar another statement he says, which is also the same pasuk over there. Nobody knows but the Hashem. That is called Hanavim Kulam Lenisnaba All the prophets they prophesized about Balachuva. Aval Sadikim Gemurim, but if we talk about complete Sadikim, they're even greater over there. Nobody besides Hashem has seen that. So just like he said that the Nevim Nisnabu Lemaisa Mashiach, but the Asid al Kim Lero al Kim Zulasacha. Same thing as he's saying now. Call on the Vim Nisnabu Lebal Tshuva, but for Tzadikim is even greater. And over here, before the Gemara says Puligi the Shmuel, because he's saying that the Meisam Mashiach will be the wonders. The Puligi the Shmuel, 
But here the Gemara says, because he's saying that Sadiqim are a higher level than Balit Shuvah, because he's saying this only applies to Balit Shuvah, but Sadiqim, uh, nobody knows the reward for them, they're much greater. That word where Balachuva stand, Sadiqim don't stand. That means the Balachuva are greater than Sadiqim. Why is he saying that the uh old Nevi'im is the prophecies goes for Balchuva? But Sadiqim, we don't know. No, Sadiqim are not greater than Balchuva. is the Balchuva is greater than the Sadiqim. That's what the Gemara says. But Shikimish Gumara is based on memories. The Gemara brings both of these statements of Rabbi Barab in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, following one or the other. The first one about the fact that that is only but the in the future the and then it says the second statement that it's only for Balchuva, not for Tzadikim. Mashma it appears that there is some connection between these two statements. So he said they follow according to his view if we say that all the Nevim were prophesizing for Moshe Mashiach. So we have to say that they're only doing for the Baal Shuvah, they were prophesizing. And therefore, it's like it about Bohu, who says that Sadiqim Gemurim are not as great as Baal Shuvah, and also Balaki Shmuel that says that But in the Rambam is a problem. That we're quoting the whole time here. So he passes like the first statement of Rabbi Yechanan, and yet he also passes. Seems like a contradiction. He passes like Rabbi Bo. And in the first case, he passes Rabbi Yechanan. Because he says, and in the statement, the second statement, he passes like Rababo uh, that it's Mokush Sadikim Gemurim, Balchubayim Sadikim Murim Michael Lamit. But Vaspianal, move on. But based on the above, that the Rambam learns that there's the two periods, Rambam is learning about the first period, so it says like this. The idea of Rabbi Barab and Rabbi Yechanan, that Sadiqim Gemurim are greater than Baal Tshuvas. Yeah, that is, it's going to be a bit So if there's a bit in the beginning of Mesa Mashiach, then we have to say, that and Alzeh Nisnabu Kol Hanavim. So, therefore, we have to say there's two periods. So, there's the period, the Lachatchila, that's for Sadikim and Palchuba, and then there's Sadikim. Abu Lishitas Harambam, but according to the Ramashim, Tchilas Yemesha Mashiach, Elo Kimin Hoginayek. But the Rambam's view is that the world is Kimin Hoginayek. That does not force us to say that Sadiqim greater than Balchuva. And therefore, because there's not the only reason why we say it's, it's, uh, that there's the second period that the greater is because we're talking about the uh in the Gemara where he's talking about the then these two things are connected. Basically, these two memories are connected if we're talking about then these two statements of Rabbi are connected. But according to the Rambam, since Rabbi Yechanan's statement is not talking about only the beginning of Mashiach, and therefore that doesn't necessitate the other Statement of Rabbi Yechonon. The Rebbe is not Marich over here explaining all how one would be Machrich the other, but that's the Kitzer uh, that we see that this connection in the Gemara doesn't necessarily have to be a, according to the way the Rambam understands 
the Ein Bein Mesa Mashiach, that it's talking about the Tkufa Rishoyna, as opposed to the Gemara, which both of these statements are talking about, even Bitkufa Rishoyna is going to be a bit menhogish level. In Oyster Zayin, the Rebbe explains why is it that there are two periods in the time of Mashiach, and how is the second period? Why are we saying that the second period is taking place? What brings it about? The Rebbe brings out that the coming of Mashiach, basically, there seems to be two possibilities, and the Rebbe will explain it's not really possibilities, but they are actually complementing one another. There is a situation where the Yidin are Zohu, they have a merit. So after, regardless of when the Geula comes, even if it's not through Zohu, they're still going to eventually come to the Zohu because at that point they're going to learn Torah Mekayim Mitzvahs, and that will inevitably bring up about that second uh, alternative, the miraculous way, as we find in the Gomorrah, the seemingly conflict, how Mashiach is going to come, is he going to come on clouds or is going to be riding a donkey? The Gemara says it depends on whether Zohu or Loi Zohu. And the same thing that the Rebbe explains, how is the Beis Amigdash going to be built? Is it going to come down Min HaShamayim or it's going to be built by Bnei Odom? As the Rebbe will explain, yes, it has to be, it has to be in the literal sense and notwithstanding that the Rambam in, the, in his letters, he writes that it may be differently, and here he's writing in halacha in the minimally, but as the Rebbe will explain, these are the beginning of the possibilities, maybe l'chadchile on the uh, extravaganza, the zuchus, but even if not, it starts with halacha, with the simple, and then we come to the higher level. Let's look inside in Oistezayim. After we explained all the, of the above, we're still missing some explanation. Since that the definition, what is the days of Mashiach? That which follows the coming of Mashiach. So according to the Rambam's view, it's connected, it's tied. So that the world is conducted as it is. What forces us to say that within the days of Mashiach, that in the Mashiach itself, there will be another, another period of time in which there will be since Mashiach is not connected to why do we have to say? The Rebbe said before, because is evidence, but that Itself, as the Rebbe asks, we're saying that it doesn't have to be right away. So what forces us to say? But as the Rebbe asks in the further, uh, mainly what the Rebbe wants to know, likewise, and mainly, what would be that wondrous cause that changes all of a sudden that is going to bring and going to cause this wonderful Surprise and novelty, the conduct in that second period. And the Rebbe says, We'll understand this by introducing the words of the Rambam in the letter of Tchiyas Hamesim that he wrote. This Rambam writes like this. This that he interpreted, the promises of the future. The parenthesis, that the wolf will live with the sheep or similar. He said this is merely a, an example, a parable, and a riddle. Those are not absolute. That's what we said, are not absolute, that these are just a parable. It's possible that they will be fulfilled literally. So, but it would seem the fee hamavuir liil. See if you dalviud beis, based on the Rebbe's explanation before you dalviud beis, that there's no necessary uh, sign for Mashiach, and the bias of Mashiach is 
dependent. Rama doesn't have to be approved because it's all we don't need in the time of Mashiach. We don't need proof for that. And that's how Rabbi Akiva thought that Ben Koziva was Mashiach. So, so we have to learn those uh, promises that talk about Mashiach and his coming. Maybe the other ones, but these 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 uh, promises that the Rambam says that uh, as if they tie to Mashiach and his coming, they're not negating anything from the conduct of the world. Because what is the definition? What is Mashiach? To novelty, to bring about in the world as the world conducts itself in its custom, as mentioned before, and not to bring about a change of the nature of war. So why are we saying that there is a second period over here and how is that going to take place? If we are forced to say, how could the Rambam say that it's possible that it should not be so? So we can say the explanation of this is the Gemara is a known, known the words of the Gemara, the seemingly the contradiction of the verses, that in one verse, it says, and they will fly within, like a person, like a, a human, that's the way they're going to fly with the uh, clouds. But that is a miraculous way that Mashiach is going to come on clouds. But then there's another verse that says, that is going to be like a poor person riding on a donkey. Seems to be a contradiction. So the Gemara answers that if they have the merit, then they will fly with the clouds in the skies. But if they don't have a zuchus, they're not merit, I will be like a poor person riding on a donkey. So basically, which means that there's two possibilities when Mashiach will come. Either it's going to come in a situation of Zohu, and then it's going to be in a miraculous way that they're going to fly with the, it's going to fly with the clouds in the skies, or it's going to be in a non-miraculous way, and not in a merit way, then it's going to be a poor person riding on a donkey. Similar to the Gemara answers, other places, the Gemara answers also other Pesukim in a, a similar way. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, over there, as the Gemara brings down the, the resolution of the conflict between these two verses and other verses in the Gemara. So from this, it's understood as it applies to the other matters that are in the days of Mashiach. When the Yidden find themselves in a situation in which they are meritorious, they are then all matters are done in a different way. Then everything is done in a miraculous way. What I'm saying is that the possibilities are depending upon the Zohu or not Zohu. So when the Rambam writes that it's possible that it will be literally because there's two possibilities. And the Rebbe adds, this is also how we explain the conflict between the Beis Amikdash being built up from above and coming down, or where Mashiach is going to build it. This is one of the ways to reconcile Baplukta in the disagreement with regards to the building of the Beis Amikdash in the future. In many areas, in many places, it's brought that the third Beis Amikdash, it's built, it's completely ready, it's going to be revealed, it's going to come from the heavens. But and elsewhere, Muva is brought down the Chaim Rambam, and actually the Rambam paskins over here, that Mashiach will build the Mikdash, and it's not going to come down already. So this actually depends 
on these two ways, the way the redemption above is going to take place. The imzachu, if it's going to be a merit, then it's going to be revealed, it's going to come from, from the heavens. If they did not merit, it's going to be building through the people, Mashiach. So that's going to depend on how the gula is going to take place. The Sefer Ayat is that the Rambam rules in the Sefer Ayat, which is a Sefer Halochis, Halochis, which is just the laws. That there will be no aspect in which the custom of the world will be negated. That is because this whole idea of Mashiach and his coming and the redemption in general. It's aloha. It's aloha brura psuka. It's a very clear and the rule aloha. Likewise, it's also how this matter is going to take place. It is not hinged on the way that the people do. So that, because independent whether the Yidn are Zoycha, they're not Zoycha, the Gula is going to come. That's the halacha. But when the redemption is going to come in a way that flying with these clouds of the skies are similar, that hinges on the fact that the Yidin are in a situation in which they're meritorious, that they have a zuchus. That is not like a halach, that it's not clear, it's not rule, we don't know that. Everything comes from heaven without, besides fear of heaven. So which means it's really up to the people. According to everybody has the right, meaning has the possibility, the option not to follow the Torah. So therefore, who knows that it's going to be Zohu? So the Aloha is clear, is that Mashiach is going to come in the natural way. And therefore, Haramba Metairis Hagu'ula, the Rambam describes the Geula Be'oifen in a situation that would has to happen. Without hinging on the standing of what the Yidin standing is. And that's why the Rambam writes like that. So the Rebbe explains now, deeper to understand it. We're not saying that the Rambam is only talking about a situation with Le'zochu. But there are two steps. Step number one is what Mashiach is coming according to the and then on top of that there will be additional advantages. So he's talking about the first level, not but the first step. On top of that we get the second step which the Rambam alludes to in his letter of Tchis HaMesim, Yudches. This that the Rambam describes the redemption. In a way that there is not going to be no negation of anything from the custom of the world. Who the reason is is not that the Rambam is describing the redemption as it would come in a situation when they don't have a merit, God forbid, hello, but rather, Karambam Sever, Rambam's view is, Shema Shomru Chazal, that this, that our sage of blessed memory, says, Shebemats of the Zohu, Yiyu Kam of a Kam, Yilu Chulu, in the case of Zohu, there will be many and many elevations with, together, with this miraculous conduct, that's an additional aspect, which is in addition to the definition of Mashiach. The Rambam writes what Mashiach is. Plus, there's additional things that take place later on. The Rambam doesn't say that. But he's not saying only when it's going to be Leizoch. So he says, this means like this. From the Definition of Mashiach and his coming, the order is that the world goes in according to its custom. Because what is the new thing 
of Mashiach coming in halacha. What is that? Mashiach, through him, there will be the wholesomeness of the observance, the fulfillment of the mitzvahs and the laws of Torah. That is tied to the world running in its normal way. But when the Yidin are on a higher level of Zuchus, then there will be an additional aspect. will also show miracles in order to show additional dearness and the greatness of the Yidin. So the Rambam writes what the gather of Mashiach does not negate that there is an additional mile that will be shown to the Yidin as a greater level that they merit. In a similar way, as we reconciled earlier, it's not either or. It's not either it's going to be min HaShamayim or it's going to be through Mashiach. No. Not the fact that it's going to be revealed and come in Shemaim. So he said that it contradicts the Mashiach by the Mikdash to the fact that Mashiach is going to build the Mikdash. Hello, but rather, that from the definition of Aloha, from Aloha's perspective, this concept of the building of the Beis Mikdash is an obligation, a mitzvah on the yin. The Pasuk says, make me a mikdash. Not that's going to come down. That's where the Rambam rules. Through Mashiach, all of the laws that the Rambam writes in his days, as they were before, are going to come back. And they're going to appoint a king. And then Melech Hamashiach will build Beis Hamikdash. Melech Hamashiach Yivatse as mitzvah be Beis Hamikdash. So Melech Hamashiach is going to accomplish. He's going to do the mitzvah be Beis Hamikdash. So what happens? But when there is a situation of a zochu. That impacts an addition that within the Migdosh Lamato, Yavoyvish will come and dress up. Hamigdosh de Lamailo. The Migdosh above will come and be dressed up. Yavoyvigalamishamayim is going to come and it's going to be revealed Mishamayim. So this is going to be an additional Sofa to the Haloche, the minimal, the building of the base of Migdosh that is going to come down. In the base Hamikdash that is built through Mashiach. Oisutes, Baalpizem, move on. So, based on this, we understand. The absolute necessity that there is going to, we're forced to say there is going to be a second a period, be my Samashiach within the days of Mashiach. Kilach, be a Samashiach. Because after Mashiach's coming, in either way, whether Zohar or Zohar, but Kivan Shaloyiyah, Libna Yisrael Negesum of Atla, at that point, there will be nobody forcing, nobody negating. That is not going to allow them, Shaina Manichas Lem Lasik Batoira, Ubi Mitzvah's Kog, who is not going to allow them to occupy in Toira Mitzvah's properly. And the contrary, they will be free to study Torah and the wisdom of Torah to the extent that even the occupation of the whole world, which is called Omis, will be just to know Hashem. That's why the Yidna will be great. Wise people like this. the wisdom will be as the water covers the uh, the water covers the world, so it'll be all covered. So the whole world will be covered with the knowledge of Hashem. 
That is the complete situation of Zohu. Because they're doing everything properly now. So that has to bring along for this second period within the Mashiach, in which the custom of the world will be negated, will be nullified. The conduct of miraculous, a miraculous color, including the main fundamental aspect, that there will be the that that will be within that period. And the Rebbe over here sort of gives you an answer that he didn't clearly say earlier uh, when he asked, what is the hechrech that will be a second kufan even though the Rambam said that it's but maybe is going to be outside of but the Rebbe says, now we have to say that the Tchiyas HaMesim is within the Yemais HaMashiach because within Yemais HaMashiach they come to the level of Zohar. And therefore, the Sefer Hayad, in the Sefer Hayad Sheboi, Mazbir HaRambam, as Gedresh HaMashiach, Ubiyosi, Api Aloche, in which the Rambam explains the definition of Mashiach and his coming based on the Aloche, Harehu Mazbir Echiyeh Matzav he explains how the condition of the world will be bizman ve'oifen in the time and in the way shall elom kim in the way that the world runs according to its custom. Be'asem linyon ve'gidrisha Mashiach fitting with the aspect and the definition of Mashiach. Avo begeres tchis ameisim, but when he writes the letter of the tchis ameisim resurrection of the dead, who meisiv yad bi hur besefer ayad. This explains more the sefer ayad. This is not absolute. for the that in the situation Zohu it's possible. It's not going to be two tkufas, but it's also possible that if it will be in a situation of Zohu. So even while we're in Golus, so then in actuality it will be. Take a betchilas agula immediately in the beginning of the redemption. Hanhogab yechedes milmailo this special conduct from above. Hanhoga the the conduct the bitul min hogish in which the customs of the world will be negated. And as the days that you left Egypt, the Eibushta will show us miracles, and that will happen. I'm here to be a